The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. This episode of the Paul Leslie Hour is a very special one. We're joined by one of the world's great singers, performers, and recording artists, the legendary Engelbert Humperdinck, with more than 150 million records sold. It's a great honor to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. So how are you this day? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm getting ready to go back to work, and uh, uh, we start on Friday, and uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's going to be great. It will be the, the first show of the year, which is wonderful, and uh, I, I'm, I'm ready and able and willing, uh, willing to go out on this big tour, this another world tour. I want to talk about this album, The Man I Want to Be. Yeah. What does that title mean to you? What makes a good man a good man? Well, to tell you the truth, I don't know who I want to be yet. But this song is, is a kind of a song that, uh, you know, is talking to his lady and saying, you know, uh, although I've done this and I've done that, you, you still stood by me. And and uh, it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful song, great lyric. And I think it is applicable to most men in this world. How did you meet your wife? I met her when she was 17 years old in a dance hall in Leicester, and uh, and that's who I've dedicated this this album to. And there's a song written on it specifically for her. It's called "Just Like the First Time," and it specifies the fact that I met her when she was 17 years old. In the lyric, the writer was the writer was brilliant. He, he must have done his homework. He he really knew our our, our background. And he wrote the song about that, and so it's it's a it's a song dedicated to her. And this album, a lot of different types of songs. For example, you've got the Bruno Mars song, which I have to say, I think you did it better than he did. That's very nice of you, but uh, we just gave it a different treatment. You know, I mean, I'm a big fan of Bruno Mars. I'll tell you why. You know, um, many years ago, I I was in Hawaii when my fan club held a a fan club party for me and and the entertainment that night was Bruno Mars, who was a little five-year-old boy. And he was absolutely brilliant then. And of course, he's a, and now he's turned into a mega star. And I said to him, young man, you're going to be a big star, but he's mega. He's mega. And, and so I decided to do one of his songs on the album. And I, I hope that he approves of it and he likes it. There's a great variety of stuff here from, as we just mentioned, Bruno Mars, but then also, you close the album with the bonus track by a song written by the great Les Reed. Yes. He was a guest on this program. It was a real thrill to speak with him. How does a singer like yourself view songwriters? What is your outlook on, on writers of songs? Well, they, these are the guys that really uh, make it happen for for the vocalists, you know, for singers. Uh, I, I mean, I I knew Les uh in, in the 50s, in the late 50s, when he played with the John Barry Seven, you know, and uh, he, we became friends. We went on a rock and roll tour uh, together, and uh, we became solid friends from then, and we still are to this day. And, of course, he wrote this wonderful song, which is a tribute to our country, you know, in England. And uh, we, we've stayed friends. He's written many, many songs, like 
the last waltz, which is a, was a major hit around the world, you know, they played it in every dance hall around the world, and and Les Bicyclettes de Belsize and uh, Love Is All, and and you know, so many uh, Winter World of Love, which are great songs on my on my uh, in my repertoire of songs. You've received a lot of compliments. For example, Elvis Presley, who once said that he, I'm, I'm probably. Mixing up the words a little bit, he said something to the effect of that you were the brother he never had. Yes, it's written in one of his books. Um, when somebody asked him, he, the the uh, the writer asked the, the the man who was worked with him, uh, who did Elvis Presley love like? And so he said, well, he 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 thought a lot about Engelbert Humperdinck because he said he thinks I remind him of the twin he lost at birth. <laughs> Which is rather a great compliment, really, and uh, you know, lovely compliment. And although it's about you know somebody who's gone, it's it's still the fact that he's he's making reference that I'm similar to him. I, I I'm like him, you know. Well, what has been the greatest compliment that you've received? Well, that's one of them, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, but the greatest compliment is is I think is knowing the fact that. When I first started in the business, I mean, the fact that I was, uh, my song beat the Beatles to number one, their 13th number one, and kept it there. You know, it's kept it there, and they didn't reach it with Penny Lane and uh, Strawberry Fields. That was in 67 when I first started. That's a great compliment. There was this article, very good piece that came out in Inside Edition about this new album. And you were talking about the power of prayer. I was hoping you could kind of speak about that, about what you think prayer can do. Well, you know, I think I think what it, it just goes into into the into the universe. You know, when people pray, and it and it becomes a block. Uh, it it's like joining hands around the world. People, when I when I ask when I ask people to pray. For my dear wife, who is not very well suffering from Alzheimer's, but when I ask them to pray for around the world, people who pray from around the world, the the signals just are are out there, and it's like joining hands around the world and making making it making you a strong force, you know. And uh, I think prayer is very important. When you're out there on the road, you've traveled a lot of places around the world. Is there a place that means the most to you, or that has excited you the most? No, I you know I kind of find uh, every place uh, I go interesting and uh, uh, um, a challenge to work. Uh, but if you're talking about a place that I I, I would like to make a, a, a say another um, uh, I'm trying, I'm lost for words in a, a video you know um, a, you know what they call that what they call it, a DVD mm-hmm. uh, I would like to do it in Hawaii. For some reason, you know, I think not not only because Elvis did one from there, but I think it has some kind of magic over there that that I would like to to make a, make a video over there of my show. And that's a place that you and your wife have traveled to quite a bit. Uh, yes, it is. Hawaii is a kind of place we we've been to quite a lot, and. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I was a very good friend of of, of Don Ho. Uh, he, you know, he was a wonderful man. I always used to go and see his show when I was in Hawaii. Uh, 
yeah, I, I, I like Hawaii very, very much. Well, speaking of Don Ho, you've been called by many, many people one of the great singers of our time. Who are the vocalists that are out there now that you have the most respect for? Well, I, I, I can't, I can't really name anybody because I, if I miss somebody out, people think, oh, what, what's he, what's he, who does he think he is, you know? And, uh, no, I, I have a respect for the people that are, are making, you know, their, their way around the world and making their, making progress. People like Bruno, you know, I have a lot of respect for him because he's a talented young man and, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm at, I'm at a loss of words for who I really, I like them all. <laughs> I like them all. That's being, being, um, uh, careful. You said, you said you've been careful. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, I see what you mean. I don't, I, I never do. But I do respect the people who have got, got up there and, and made a big name for themselves. You know, I mean, there's so many of them, I can't, not many come to mind right now. The album that you did before this one, really yeah. a great album. I'm talking about Engelbert Calling. Yes. And you were joined by lots of great artists. I'm curious, was there anyone that you were hoping to get that it was kind of like a, a missed call, so to speak? Well, no. I, you know what? I'm, I, I put my, I put the word out for a lot of people who uh, I would have liked to have had, but people are always busy doing their own thing and one thing or another. But I was I was just thrilled with the people that I had on the album, like Willie Nelson, whom I adore. I mean, he's one of the greatest performers and musicians and and writers I've ever come across in my life. Uh, the kind of songs this guy writes is just unbelievable, you know. You know, to make you feel my love, you know, just un unbelievable song. And he's a great writer. And I mean, I worked with Kenny, Kenny Rogers, who was wonderful, and Neil Sedaka and Johnny Mathis, and 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 the big the the big thing on there, and and the surprise was Gene Simmons from Kiss. You know, uh, who'd have thought Gene would want to sing with me on on an album? But he did, and he was a wonderful person, great man in the studio. Very interesting selection there. And a couple of those artists, as you mentioned, Willie Nelson and Kenny Rogers, both of them country singers. Yeah. How do you feel about country music? I love country music because I, I, my career started with country songs. I mean, uh, Release Me was a country song. Am I That Easy to Forget was a country song. You know, uh, There Goes My Everything was country, and they were all top, in the top, in the top three, you know. And, uh, so I like country music very much. And, and if you listen to the new album, I think I've got somebody who's taking after me, uh, after me in that way. And it's my granddaughter, uh, Olivia, who's on the album of my brand new album, you know, The Man I Want to Be. And, uh, she's only nine, but she sings amazingly in her country music. What does family mean to you? Well, it, I think of family first before I do anything else, you know. For instance, if I was working somewhere and, and something, like when my mother got ill, I mean, I would drop everything. I'd cancel the tours to go and see her if she got ill. I was, uh, family means a great deal to me and my father the same way. And, and of course, my wife is, is the same thing too. I, 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 I think a lot about uh, family. Family is the backbone of my life. 
When it comes to recording or performing a song, in Engelbert Humperdinck's opinion, what makes a good song a good song? How do you know this is a song that I want to sing? If it has a good storyline to it, you know, and it has good melody, I think I, I like songs that people can relate to and say, oh, God, I, you know, I, I've experienced that. I, I've been through that. I've been through this. You know, and and, and it's like it's like a release valve for people who hear it. You know, say if it's if it's something people like and they've they've gone through it in their own lives, uh, it, it is the release valve for them. And I I think it, that's that's what I look for in a song. When somebody is listening to you sing, whether it's in a concert or listening to this album, like this recent one, what is it that you hope the listener gets from that experience? I just good feelings, good feelings, and. Uh, you know, appreciate the 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 uh, the magic of the music that comes from it. You know, it 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 is magical because you hope that it brings some sort of serenity or some like you know liking to the person who's listening to it. Uh, I don't know. It's just I just hope they like what I do because I do it with sincerity from my heart, and uh, I make each word count. How do you look at your fans? Like when you meet someone who they have this feeling about you, they know who you are. You've never met them before. They walk up to you and they want to shake your hand, get to know you better. What is that like for you? It's, it's amazing to, to know that people admire you to the extent that they want to, they want to shake your hand. And I mean, I am a person like, for instance, when I leave the stage door, and if there are people out there waiting for me to come out, uh, I don't just walk by and get in the car and go. I stop and I shake their hands, and if they want me to sign something, I'll sign it, because they've been standing out there, and, uh, whether it be cold or, or hot or whatever it is, and waiting for somebody to, you know, and you have to be appreciative of that fact that they love and respect you so much that they would stand there and wait for you. So I I think a lot of them. They're my, they're my cheerleaders, and I spark plugs of my life. What is the most touching thing a fan has told you? <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, well, I'll tell you. I, 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 what can I say? I, I'll, be, I'll be shooting my, my mouth off saying something that I shouldn't be saying. But, that, you know, people say that I love you so much that, you know, I wish I... Uh, I was with you, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I got you. What is the best thing about being Engelbert Humperdinck? Well, I've got, being Engelbert Humperdinck is the fact that, you know, I've, uh, I've, I've spun around the world several times. I've become, I've become a household name, thank God. And uh, I've left a, a, a legacy of music that I hope it will be played when, when, when I'm not around to hear it, uh, hear people say what they say about it. But um, it's it's done me. The, you know, it, it's something I've achieved in life that I I've always wanted to be somebody, and and you know leave a mark, so to speak. You know, and I think I have because I've got a star on the Walk of Fame, which is wonderful. And uh, along with the many people who have this 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 great careers in their lives, and um, I'm happy to be Engelbert Humperdinck. On that note, I have no doubt, given your your following, uh, 
There's going to be people who listen to this from all around the world. What would you say to anyone who's listening in, wherever they might be? Uh, hi, I'm sure, I'm sorry I stumbled over my words, but um, I appreciate you listening in, and God bless you, and I hope I get to see you in your own land. Well, Mr. Humperdinck, thank you very much for this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Well, have a wonderful day. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. God bless. There it was, folks. The Engelbert Humperdinck interview. What a thrill. What an honor. And what a pleasure. I have to say, editorializing a little bit here, I think Engelbert Humperdinck is one of the greatest singers in the world. It's just amazing. I mean, the amount of albums and the quality, the consistent quality, it's just there. Thank you very much to Engelbert Humperdinck and his team for making this possible. I really recommend that you check out his new album, The Man I Want to Be. It's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. Wherever music is sold. That's all I've got. Hope you enjoyed. Until next time. The Paul Leslie Hour is hosted, produced, and written by Paul Leslie for Lifestyles Entertainment. For information, visit thepaulleslie.com. Thank you for being with us. Until next time.